Happy Wednesday, everybody. How the hell are you doing? It's hump day. Woo. Great week so far this week. We had, let's see here, what did we do? Monday we had on the band Redefined. And then yesterday we did a profile for the uh, December 8th Toys for Tots event. And then today I'm bringing you another band, uh, another Carolina band. Um, this time from North Carolina. Um, good friends of mine, awesome fucking band. We're going to have some nice fun with them. So let's just go ahead and get the episode started now, shall we? If you are struggling, do not isolate. If you're feeling hopeless, reach out to somebody. If you're feeling helpless, know that you are not alone in your daily struggles. Your life is important. If you or someone you know is struggling with thoughts of suicide, Please call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. Again, 1-800-273-8255. You matter. And now, Suck It Podcast. And welcome everybody to Suck It! I am the great and powerful King of Kings, Emperor of all that is awesome, Derek. How the hell are you doing today on this beautiful November 17th from the year that is 2021? Holy shit, we are eight days away from Thanksgiving, guys. That's fucking ridiculous. Eight days away from Thanksgiving, about a little bit over a month and a half to a little bit less than a month and a half to Christmas and month and a half to the end of the year. Holy shit. This year's just gone by so fast. And hopefully, you know, 2022, 2022 brings much better shit. You know, we've kind of been on a, a good path this last few months. And hopefully things start to, you know, continue this way. And we'll see what happens. Um, we just had our last big festival of the year this past weekend. And welcome to Rockville. Um, pretty much all the festivals went off this year um, without a hitch. So, you know... Let's see what happens next year. And um, the band I have on tonight was featured prominently at Blue Ridge Rock Fest back in September. They kicked off the whole fucking, you know, weekend on that Thursday. They played and they killed it. They were the first band up and they just absolutely did an amazing fucking job. And I'm so happy to have them back on the show. So let's just go ahead and get to the profile right away here. And I'm going to go ahead and play for you one of my favorite songs by this band to get this episode started. Um, the band is Forever Re... We, eh, I can't talk tonight. Forever We Roam. And back on August 20th, they released their album Towers. And this is the song Lifeguard off of Towers by the band Forever We Roam.
life is the air I breathe Or is water gonna suffocate me? Yeah, my demons floating from down below The water gives them halos I hear voices, but not the light ones With no heart of stone, I'd be on that beach right now That was Lifeguard by North Carolina Band, Forevery Rome. And let's go ahead and get them on now. Let's have a conversation now, shall we? Go ahead and unmute yourself, guys. Hey. What's up? What's up, guys? How are you? Good. How are you, man? Good. Doing well. Doing very well. Things are good. It's good to talk with you again. It's been a minute. It has. Um, I saw you guys at the festival, and then, but I haven't really talked to you guys much since then. I mean, I've chatted with Michaela a few times, but other than that, um, kind of been uh, busy doing my thing over here. <laughs> You've really been doing your thing. Yeah, real. Trying. Yeah, we there, so you might have, you might have seen us there. I think someone someone said we were there. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> He's making a joke and it didn't go well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was completely lost on that one, so. <laughs> so was I. It happens often. I guess it always still feels like a dream. 
So we don't know if it's real or not. Anyway, yeah. um, yeah. yeah. God, please stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason why you play guitar, brother. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I tried. I tried the whole athlete thing. My parents wanted an athlete so badly. They wanted an athlete, and instead they got a depressed musician. Yeah. You know, but it, you know that I think there's a. Uh, I think that's more you know. Admirable. I personally I so. think so. I mean, yeah. I mean, because otherwise you're just gonna be sitting on a field every Sunday complaining about turf toe. Yeah, exactly. Instead, I get to do that on a stage. And, and complain about calluses and. You know that your your monitor isn't loud enough. I mean, to get my neck replaced at like twenty. It's okay. I've back in the middle of the Blue Ridge set. Oh yeah, I, I messed up my back right in the middle of the set. If you watch, I don't know if there's videos out there of Warmonger, but right in the middle, I like crouch down because my back has stiffened up to the point where I can't move it. And so I just like crouch down for a second and hold up like the one moment sign at the audience while Michaela's doing her thing. There's a picture of it. Yeah, I think there's some there's some pictures drifting around. There's a picture of him just like levitating. <laughs> we got one yesterday. It was perfectly timed. It looks like a poorly photoshopped picture of me standing. Like someone moved it to look like I was floating, but it's just a perfectly timed picture of me at the top of a jump. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Very, very nice. So, you know, we're about two months removed from Blue Ridge. How are you guys feeling? I mean, y'all kicked that show off and y'all kicked it off fucking hard. I mean, people gravitated to that stage right away and fast. I mean, y'all yeah. kicked it off hard. It was crazy because I look like in the moment, it kind of felt like, wow, there's not very many people out there. That's kind of disappointing. And then I saw pictures and videos and I was like, oh, yeah. there's a lot of people there. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it was kind of like, at first, you know, there weren't that many people, obviously, because people are having difficulty like getting in. But then like at the end of this, and at the end of the set, I just look up and there's people. I'm like, oh, like, oh, no. oh, there were people out there. It was crazy. There were people singing our songs, which was insane yes there was a guy singing lifeguard and i told him to come to the merch stand and he didn't and i, I wanted to give him a t-shirt and i didn't get to see him but that was the first time i've ever seen someone that i didn't know singing a forever we roam song in one of our gigs and that was i i think after that song i actually got into the mic and said something to him because i was so excited but that whole time that whole time was a blur so i don't really remember what i said i'm just glad it's over yeah. i'm not I I got, excited, I got excited seeing a pit at our show that somebody started a pit at our show because oh, that, yeah. that was like I, we ne I've never had that happen before and like that's all I would think about like for the Blue Ridge set was like if somebody starts a pit I'm going to be so happy and, so <laughs> and they did Ooh. yeah I mean uh, from my count it was at least a thousand people there in front of you guys <laughs> maybe maybe it was hard it was hard at the, at, toward the end is there was I, a don't know yeah. So. yeah it was it was it was quite a few people um and yeah there was a pit and you know people were you know really excited to see you guys playing and you know it was just really fucking cool to watch i mean y'all really did a great job and the thing about it is like <clears throat> i've talked to a few other bands coming out of there that i talked to before too as well um 
And they were they said the exact same thing. They were surprised to see how many people were singing their songs or one person singing their songs that they never even saw before. Um, people were recognizing bands right away, and it was really cool to watch because y'all got some recognition that y'all deserved, and it was really nice to see. Yeah, there was um, one moment that sticks out to me in terms of like recognition. Alex, you know what story I'm going to tell. <laughs> I think I Oh, I think it is. So... Um, it was like a few hours after our set, we were closing up merch, whatever. And I was walking around the grounds looking for my group of people that I was trying to meet up with. And I was by myself on the phone and this guy just feline towards me. <laughs> and it was crazy because he was trying to take a picture with me. And, um, it just so happened that Alex just walked right up to me yeah. and it was like, it was really funny because I was like, he's in the band too. And the guy was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what I said, because, like, uh, I was looking around for people as well, because I was by myself, and just, lo and behold, Michaela was there on her phone, and then, like, all of a sudden, there was another guy there, too, and he was like, yeah, can I get a picture with you? And I was like, I'm the guitarist. I'm going to take the picture, too, or I'm going to be in the picture, too. <laughs> like, he I didn't like, give him a choice. I'm like, I I'm the guitarist. I'm in the band. We're taking the picture. <laughs> he, like, did not recognize Alex at all. I mean, granted, like, I don't think I'm very hard to spot with the hair yeah but like, there's something about the split dye and the chains with the corset is like pretty easy to pick out oh the, the corset was gone by then the oh, corset was, was gone <laughs> i would hope so jesus yeah i we got through spirit box and i just went i i'll be back <laughs> it was brutal worth it though it looked killer <laughs> it Courtney, she said she, she said hi to me oh, <laughs> oh my god please stop talking again lynn, lynn almost passed out me and lynn were over there we talked with mike from spirit box he was super cool lynn the entire time was just like breaking down now why are you <laughs> <laughs> all right no it, it was probably me doing more of the breaking down you you kept your cool pretty well JT just kind of gave his whole like for everyone spiel like here's our music here's our stuff and I'm like I didn't mean like leave the, you did for like the first. whole time you were talking no, and, like, he... and that's fine but it was just funny because like he was just it just seemed like he was like showing our band the whole time when well, I'm just like I want to talk to this guy. You I was there oh my god <laughs> okay but you know I mean there's I mean in that situation I I'm sure a he expected it number one and because I'm sure you guys weren't the only ones that did that that weekend. And yeah, that weekend was literally about you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes. You know, Spirit Box playing the, the you know, the festival and, you know, Hailstorm and this, you know, yeah, that's what people paid the money for. Absolutely. However, you know, there were more local up and rising talents than there were major headlining acts there. And it was about networking for you guys and getting your names out there. So, yeah, you might have been annoying or you might have been like, you know, sorry, JT. Uh, but, uh, that's entirely fair. I'll accept that. But, but, but that's, that's my point. It, you know, whether you were annoying, whether it was welcomed or whatever the case might be, that was what you guys needed to do that weekend. Yeah, yeah. You needed to get in everyone's faces and say, hey, this is who we are. And if nothing else, he's going to go back and go, who is that really annoying? What was that name of that band? And then be like, you know, okay, they're fucking cool. And if, if that's as far as it goes, you know, that's as far as it goes. But at least it got that far, you know? Yeah. It was just weird because that was the first time really any of us had, had experience with, like, meeting these people and kind of being on the same same level as them, I guess. what. It, being there as musicians as well um and just kind of like meeting these people that we idolized for so long i guess like i was very critical of like what i was 
doing at the time. I was even like, am I standing right? Do I look okay? You know? Yeah, <laughs> it was just bizarre. It was just bizarre, like, kind of coming to terms with like, oh, they're just like us. They're people. They yeah. play music. They're just like us. They just have a lot more people listening to them than we do. I bumped into the guys from uh, Slaves, who are now Rain City Drive, I believe. They just changed their name. Um, but they, at first, like, I mistook them for just other festival goers because they were so laid back. I bumped into them with the, um, I guess I should have known they were artists when I bumped into them at the the artist stand where the food was. <laughs> like we were getting in line to get food and I'm the only person there. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. I feel like the other bands would be here eating. Um, and then I like go up to the first thing and it's completely empty. And I was like, oh, and there were two guys behind me. And I looked back and I was like, yeah, I don't think there's any food. And they were like, oh, that sucks, dude. And then I was like, hey, you look really familiar. Like, <laughs> really familiar. Do are you? What band do you play? And they were like, oh, we're, I don't know. You might you might not know us. We're in a band called Slaves. And I was like, oh my God, you guys are um, It was Felipe, the coolest guy. He was so chill. I ended up sitting there with him for like 45 minutes and we just geeked out. I mostly geeked out about their last album with Matt McAndrew as their new singer. And I was like, how did Matt do that one scream and bury a lie? And Felipe was like, I don't know, dude. He doesn't know either. He just kind of did it. And we were like, oh my God, that's cool. Do that again and record it. And we were like, oh my God. They were so nice. They were so cool. That's cool. I hadn't heard that. Yeah, I mean... You said something that struck a chord with me that you guys were there on their level and you guys were the first time, you know, you guys were on the same level. And that is 100% factual. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, the opening band that nobody has ever heard of or if you're fucking Five Finger Death Punch. When you're at a festival of that size, um, everyone is on the same level. Yeah, granted, more people are going to be in front of Five Finger and more people are going to be in front of Hailstorm or et cetera, et cetera. But you guys get to play on those same stages, you know, use those same sound techs and be able to walk out going, we were at Blue Ridge Rock Festival and that's it, you know, and, um, and that's an accomplishment in itself, you know, so absolutely take that at, at, you know, as a huge fucking accomplishment because you guys deserved it. You guys earned it. Absolutely. It's like, we all ate the same food too. Cause I remember when I went um, to the artist lounge or whatever to eat dinner, um, we ate dinner like a few tables away from Sabaton, which I, just, oh my God. Which I just saw <laughs> earlier that day. And I was like, this is like the craziest point of my life. <laughs> like Sabaton. the lead singer Sabaton's just right over there. He didn't have aviators on, so I didn't even like recognize him at first, but yeah. On it, your way walking over there too, you saw Ben Burnley. I'm pretty sure I saw- What? I, I told you, I, I probably, Nobody told me okay, this. Calm down, because it's oh amazing. I was I was looking for the artist. Le- I was looking for the artist lounge, and um, like, uh, and I got lost, and I like saw these like buses, um, and I was like, this is not the way. Um, and then I saw this dude outside of one of the buses, um, and he's like, he has his hat on, his glasses on, and he's smoking a cigarette, and he has that stubble, that like dark kind of stubble beard. It's more of a beard, but like not really. Yeah. I'm like. Considering the glasses and the hat, like kind of keep it incognito, and he's right outside the bus, that's got to be Ben Burnley. Yeah. I, and like, I, I actually walked past him again. I was really hoping he'd be a bit closer just so I could casually ask him, like, hey, do you know where the artist lounge is? Like, I, I don't know you, but do you know where the artist lounge is? <laughs> Didn't get to do that. But when I watched further, I am 100% positive. Like, I saw um, somebody in a golf cart drop off their bassist, like, somewhere. 
because like big tall dude he was bald i was like okay that's him and yeah then I eventually get it, but yeah. i don't know and then i on my way over there i saw the lead singer of skillet getting an yeah. interview done like i walked right past him i was right next to him oh yeah no he was like at the table yeah. like getting his interview or whatever yeah it was yeah. crazy he, like, that was back. bizarre okay we can like shift back yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're sitting on the floor we're sitting on the floor <laughs> we're sitting on the floor <laughs> I mean, um, we also, we were, when we were setting up skillet was sitting up setting up on the next stage over and like we could see them right there yeah. that was crazy yeah yeah i mean you know, my show's only been around for two years, and it's unfortunately only been around in the pandemic. So this was my first major event as well. And, you know, hanging out backstage, I had the same things. And I was in the food, you know, eating back there with everyone. I was like, I, I, I know I'm allowed to be here, but am I allowed to be here? I mean, should I be here? I don't know if I should be here. This is this is odd. The whole morning. Like, we don't like, belong here. That was that was like the mantra of the morning. Like we we don't belong here. We don't deserve to be here. But every time here. security stopped me when I was trying to get somewhere, I was like, "This is it. I'm gonna get kicked out." But they realized that I don't actually belong here. And then I'd be like wristband, and I'd show him the wristband, and he'd be like, "All right, you're good." And I'd be like, "Oh, how did I do that? What dark magic is happening here?" It's just called you. You're allowed, actually. Yeah, I mean, walking backstage in between sets and stuff like that. You know, I ran into. You know, um, Josh from Bad Flower. I ran into the guys from Ice Nine Kills. I talked to Jelly Roll for a little bit. I ran into the guys from Pop Evil. You know, it was like, it was just like ridiculous. I mean, I even got to talk to um, uh, Ronnie Radke's girlfriend, Paige. Um, JT has a vendetta with Ronnie Radke. <laughs> everyone does. <laughs> if you don't have beef with Ronnie Radke, are you even like, do you exist? There goes any chance of us ever working with Ronnie Radke right there. <laughs> okay, well, JT, why do you have beef with Ronnie Radke? Yeah. I actually genuinely do not. I just feel like I should oh. because of position. Boy, you've made so many shady videos about Ronnie Radke. What do you mean? <laughs> I, uh, I, I mostly run our TikTok and I just... To, like the the secret sauce of TikTok is to make controversial takes that make people somewhat angry but also somewhat defensive, um, and so I'll make videos about Ronnie Radke because he's very controversial, um, and people will either flock to the comments saying, "Oh my God, say something about Ron Bon again, and I'll kill you," and other people are like, "Oh yeah, dude, Ronnie sucks." <laughs> yeah, I, I either every like even the people that really love him really hate him. Yeah, it's, he's like that one guy that you love to hate. Like, here's the thing. Phenomenal musician. Exactly, that's the thing. Phenomenal musician. I'd love to see him play. I didn't get to see him on, what was it, Sunday? We had to, we had to skip out, but like... Yeah. Um, I was side stage the entire oh, time, and I got to watch the, the freak out from the side oh, of the stage. The freak out that he still won't let go to this day. No. Did you? Oh, my God. I, I can't remember if it was, at a, it was at another festival not too long ago, maybe a couple weeks ago. Um, he had a banner made. That's a fucker on Iraqi. Like, he got rid of the, the, the Fallen and Reverse banner, and he just has a big this thing that's, that's fucker on Iraqi behind him now. It's like, what the hell? He's, he's, like, that, he's like that one guy that if you insult him, he'll pretend like he's over it, and then 10 years later, he'll be like, Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> Remember that time? I'm I'm over it though. Like I'm over it. But why'd you say it? No, like I'm over it. Imagine being but, that but guy I, who wore that shirt that day. Like imagine being the guy who started that beef that day. <laughs> I heard through the grapevine that he did that shit un intentionally. Oh, you oh, have to. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to see falling in reverse, 
and you wear a shirt that is offensive against a member of the band, how is that? Like that, that, that there's no way that's unintentional. Oh yeah. I find it so funny if someone had. Is, had yeah, if someone came with a "Screw Forever We Roam" T-shirt on, I would think it was hilarious, and I would invite them on stage to sing with us. I'd be like, "Heck yeah!" Noted. I am doing that at the next show. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway come come in whatever you want, and we will invite you on stage. With that shirt idea, would be pretty cool. I mean, yeah, the shirt idea is cool, so you should still do it. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's play another song um then we'll come back and ha- continue this conversation so let's go ahead and um play the good life so i'm gonna go ahead and mute you guys again and uh, we will be right back after we play the song the good life by the band forever we roam
This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check out BetterHelp.com slash SIPod. Life is full of stressors. It doesn't matter who you are or what you have. Your life is probably stressful. I know mine is. Some days I question whether or not I want to get out of bed. Or hell, I question whether or not I even want to wake up. But thanks to BetterHelp, my days get a little bit easier. As someone who suffers from generalized anxiety disorder, PTSD, and bipolar disorder, I'm very thankful that I have BetterHelp on my side whenever I need them. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera you don't want to. It's so much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you may be able to gain. See if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And Suck It Podcast listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com forward slash SIPod. That's BetterHelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash SIPod. And that was The Good Life by Forever We Roam off their album Towers. Check it out now. Available everywhere. Music is available. <clears throat> All right. Let's see here. So, we're, you know, so um, one thing about me is I hate doing the typical, you know, interview questions because my converse, my my show has never been about interviewing people it's always been about conversations and just highlighting who you are but being that i'm now on the radio and i got to do certain things a certain way every once in a while we're going to go ahead and do a quintessential interview question where you guys go around the room and introduce yourselves and say who and what you do in the band because you know that's what just people do to let people know who they are even though I hate doing this. <laughs> and like for the four of us, um, <laughs> like it's, it's for me, for me, I think we all have individual personalities within the band that we like to kind of talk about. So. Can I start? Will I start? I don't know what to say. Um, my name is Alex. I play guitar. Um, Take your time. Yeah, I, I guess, Hi, I don't know. Some of my favorite bands include like Meshuga, Slipknot, Gojira. So those are a lot of my like major influences right now. Um, Spearbox as well. Um, and I don't know. I don't really know what else to introduce myself. I haven't introduced myself since like sixth grade class or something. <laughs> I am JT. I am the second youngest member of the band and also the oldest surviving member of the band. Surviving. Um, Emphasis on the surviving. <laughs> uh, I started Beverly Rome when I was in seventh grade with another friend of mine who you can hear on Beige Couch a little bit. Um, I play guitar. I sing back up here and there. And that is pretty much it. I listen to a whole wide range of music. I I really like math rock. I really like deathcore, and I really like everything in between. And Taylor Swift. 
and Taylor Swift. I read Taylor's okay, version. Okay, but like Red Taylor. Oh, so good. Okay, okay, but the ten minute version of all two. Oh Beautiful. Taylor doesn't need the promo right now. Anyway, yeah. anyway, that's that's my whole thing. I play guitar. I, I do the scrummy scrummy. I do the singy singy. I do the screamy screamy. Uh, it's that jumpy jumpy and the jumpy jumpy. I throw out my back pretty frequently. Yeah. It's tough when you're a solid seven feet tall. Tough when you're a solid seven feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I'm the I'm the tallest member of the band and also one of the youngest. Um, I'm Lynn. I'm the only minor left in the band. Um, <laughs> I am the Hispanic guitarist. <laughs> We're making fun of you, Derek. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> It's okay. I knew it was eventually going to come up. <laughs> All right, so so hold on. Let's let's go ahead and rewind here for a second. Let let <laughs> let's let people know what we're talking about here. All right. So so when we did when me and my ex partner um did the reviews of Blue Rock Blue Rock Blue Ridge, uh, we were talking about them and we were talking about how I love the fact that you know you guys exemplify what rock and metal is about you guys are so diverse and your you know your ages and your ethnicities and stuff like that and i said you know lynn was either hispanic or asian and i didn't want to uh you know insult her so i said she's just ethnic (laughs) i mean i okay so it was spur of the moment i didn't know what i was saying i might have been a little drunk and uh no i'm just kidding People came like people came at me too. Like you shouldn't have said anything if you didn't know really what I'm like. It wasn't the point of what she was. It was the point of that she is. Oh my god! People attacked me for that shit. I was like, (laughs) I didn't mean it. You know. Can you go on the record and be like? The reason why I said wasn't sure if you were Latina or not is because um, I have an ex girlfriend who was Cuban, and you kind of you kind of you kind of have the same you know facial features that she had. And as a Cuban woman, I was like, oh, you know, I couldn't tell because I never asked you because I don't care if you're what your ethnic background is. You're just a cool fucking chick who plays great fucking bass guitar. So, I, but my point was, you know, regardless of what you were or what you are. You are again exemplify what met rock and metal is supposed to be about. Doesn't matter about age. It doesn't matter about sex. It doesn't matter about you know, you know where you're from in the world. It's all about the music, and that was my point. So thank you very much for understanding my uh, my gaff there. And uh... I've heard it all. People have been assuming you know it's always like, are you Chinese? Are you Korean? Are you Japanese? Like they go down the like. The three countries, the three Asian countries. The 
sorry, but what you said is nothing compared to like what one of the first things I asked her. I straight up asked her, "What kind of Asian are you?" Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to mess it up. No, it's so, like as long as I know people aren't like trying to be mean about it. Like I'm not gonna take offense to it. Like you're totally fine. Yeah. I just found it really funny when you're like, "Oh, that was um Asian or Hispanic guitarist." <laughs> I was waiting for it to come up. I really was. <laughs> I was going to ignore it until I, I, I'm like, oh shit, she's going to say something. Longest introduction ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so for me, finally, because I'm the last person sitting on the floor, um, <laughs> uh, my name is Michaela. I also go by Sailor publicly. Um, it kind of flips back and forth usually. It just depends on who I'm talking to. Um, but I guess I'll make a, a, a public service announcement to people who might check us out. Please don't call me my real name unless you know us personally. <laughs> Derek, you're good because we're we're pal we're pals. <laughs> I just don't. I, I'm weird about people calling me my real name. Anyways, um, I'm the lead vocalist. I also do the the singy sing. Um, and the screamy scream. And the screamy scream. A little bit of that. A little. I dabble in that a little bit. I've been known. Um, I joined the band in March of 2020, which is an unfortunate time to join a band. Absolutely. <laughs> a great time. I mean, we, I mean, we can. If it wasn't, honestly, if it wasn't for the pandemic, we wouldn't be where we are now, like yeah. genuinely. Um, yeah, I, I listen to loads of things. I listen, like, Spirit Box in this moment, uh, Flyleaf, lots of female metal vocalists. Love that. Absolutely love that. I also love, like, Korn and Rob Zombie. Ooh, I wish I got to see more of Rob Zombie at Blue Ridge, but we were so ready to go to bed. <laughs> I love the um, so much. But, Yeah. So I guess that's, that's it. all of us, right? I mean, there. I mean, there is an invisible person who you know hits the hits the. What are you talking about? What are you I talking, about? talking about? Yeah, I mean, he hits things behind everybody. Yo, is that a floating sharpie? <laughs> Yo. I guess our ghost should probably introduce. Him. All right. <laughs> oh, What's I'm talking. Yeah, it's like I can still hear his voice sometimes. <laughs> it's the wind. <laughs> What's up? My name is Christian Sturt. I'm 20 years old. And uh, I'm the unofficial drummer for Forever We Roam. Is that what you do? I guess the sticks float and I thought you were a cowboy guy. Well, I was, but I, did you guys not promote me? Shoot, wait, who's the cowboy guy? That's <laughs> your job, wasn't it? Shoot, am I the cowbellist? Yes. Uh, it can be. There's right. an open spot now. All right. All right. Well, I kind of, yeah, I kind of got involved with them. So I, I, this is definitely out of my comfort zone, the style of metalcore. Um, so I'm actually on the side, or my main project, I am the drummer for the lead singer of Boston, um, Tommy DiCarlo, who lives in Charlotte, North Carolina. And so I grew up listening to like a lot of classic rock, Led Zeppelin and Rush, um, but I always knew JT. And it was, what, the beige couch when you contacted me to drum on? 
And uh, I respectfully declined because mm -hmm. I had too many projects on the side. Um, but he came back to me for um, Towers and Blue Ridge. And I listened to the stuff and I was just like completely blown away. And I just really needed like another project. So I picked it up and yeah, now we're here. Yeah, now we're here. Good stuff. So is, are you still unofficially the drummer or is it, is it going to be something that is going to be permanent? We don't know. <laughs> that is, I don't think he knows either. I don't know either. There's just a lot going on right now. So I guess wait and see. Yeah. We, we did an introduction video on our TikTok every now and then. And um, when we got to Christian's little section in the in the um, notes section of it, I said, don't worry, we don't know if he's actually in the band either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm actually in the band yet. So, Look, we've been uh, telling him for months now that the spots, the door is wide open. <laughs> we don't got any other options at the moment. So. Just, I totally get it right now because stuff is like so hectic for I feel like for all of us like just yeah, at this yeah. time of year and just like what we're all getting into it's like oh yeah it I mean so it's much. a being in a band is a it's a job well let alone that but then we also have all our other things you know so it's, I don't know. Yeah, and he played drums for us at Blue Ridge so yes I was the Hispanic drummer <laughs> <laughs> so um where you guys you guys just released towers back in august which i fucking loved it was fantastic um i've listened to it i don't even know how many times at this point it's a fantastic album um you know the the notes michaela that you hit um some of those like holy crap like i mean some of those things that you hit rival like maria brink and uh and uh <laughs> my ego's already too big don't tell me that <laughs> um and, and you definitely have some lizzie hale vibe to you behind you as well um and i don't say that just because you know you know whatever but it's the truth um like some of the high notes that you hurt you hit like i've only heard a handful of women be able to hit um and that's a true testament to your vocal range. And I just think it's so amazing. And you bring a, a certain, you know, just a, amazingness to the band that, you know. You need to tell JT that once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I just did. <laughs> but, you know, we talked about this a little bit last time, too. But, um, you know, I'm the father of all daughters. And, you know, I love seeing this what i'm seeing in front of me right now whether it's one female you know or two or hell a whole fucking you know flood of you know females you know but i love seeing it because now it, it you know yes it's still i've talked to the, a bunch of bands about this too but it's still a man's world in in rock you know it will be for a long time however Thanks to women like the ones I just named, you know, Maria Brink and Lizzie Hale, you know, and Amy Lee and all these other fucking, you know, amazing fucking women. The door is down. It's just that now we need to bring in, you know, a few more to make it truly even and equal. And um, but the women that have paved the way for, you know, people like you um have done a great fucking job and that door is so fucking wide open and i love being able to see it like watching uh you know lizzie on the same night you guys performed or watching you know courtney you know the same night you guys performed like literally brought tears to my eyes i mean it was just like 
fuck yes. You know, being able to say my daughters have, you know, women in metal to be able to look up to is, is amazing. I mean, yeah, I listen. I grew up listening to Amy Lee. She was like the first exposure I think I ever had, like real exposure to like women in that genre of rock. And so, like, I always loved her. And then, like, I discovered um, Lacey Sturm, from, um, formerly from Flyleaf. Mm-hmm. Like, that just changed the game for me. Because that was the first time I had ever heard a woman scream was Lacey in I'm So Sick. And that was, like, game-changing for me. And then over time, I got exposed to Maria Brink and Courtney and Tatiana and all of those like amazing women. Uh, I see. I I'm gonna see Tatiana on Friday. Oh, <gasps> I missed out on tickets, and I'm so upset. I want to Like, go I have so a friend who's going, bad. and I'm like, man. Oh, I'm. I wish I could go so bad. Yeah. They sold out quick. They sold out yeah. quick. Well, Ginger is like probably one of the fastest rising rock bands like out there. They're right like now. big, and they're, they're playing huge. like one of yeah. Like they really cool. are. Um, so two points I want to go ahead and point out. Number one, in my opinion, Amy Lee is the one that really opened that door for female musicians. Um, because throughout the 2000s, excuse me, throughout the 90s, it was kind of shut off to women in metal and metal, women in rock. Um, I, I cannot think of anyone outside of Kitty that was around in the 90s. Um, Otep kind of came late. She was early 2000s-ish. Um, but other than that, there was really nobody in the 90s. And unfortunately, Kitty got lost in the shuffle until later on. Um, but it was Amy Lee that opened that door. And then Lacey Sturm, you know, and then Lizzie Hale, and then Maria Brink. And then all of a sudden, this this flood of, you know, things happened. Um, but in my opinion... Um, call me out and say that I'm wrong all you want, everybody at home. I don't give a shit. Um, but late, uh, Amy Lee is the one that every woman in metal and rock right now should be thanking, in my opinion. Oh, I I wish I could. Like, I say all the time, I wish I could meet Amy Lee. Because I just want to, like, thank her for, like, opening that door. Because, I mean, I was listening to Evanescence when I was, whenever, like, I was, a, like, functioning human being <laughs> like yeah. like i've been once like, you gain consciousness like once i like gained consciousness not before you gained consciousness <laughs> but like yeah because bring me to life was like a huge song and that was the song that kind of got everyone's attention and then all of a sudden it was like a huge like it just exploded all these things were just popping out yeah and they swept the grammys that year whatever year that was 2003 2004 yeah. somewhere around there um, yeah, they completely swept the Grammys that year and just absolutely destroyed. The hell's so funny now? <laughs> I said that's the year I was born. <laughs> <laughs> We're making you feel old again. Let's go. <laughs> I was born in 2004. <laughs> I have a daughter older than y'all, and that makes me sad. <laughs> Come on, Glenn. Just grow up. Just grow up. Like, I will in like a couple months. <laughs> I'll be I'll be legal. make me make me feel old and sad (laughs) now i need we've been trying to get a gig at this one venue in town that's pretty it's a it's a it's a good good venue called the milestone um we've been trying to get a gig there forever and we'll get to that point of he'll say hey are you guys legal 
like you have IDs. And I, I, I have to pull the, oh, we're almost there. Um, and then one day there was this band that was coming through, Capra, they're a hardcore band, female fronted, super cool. Um, their openers like dropped out and they were really desperate for another band last second. And so we were like, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll do it if you make an exception. And finally the venue was like, okay, we'll make an exception just this once. And then the show got canceled. Mm. <laughs> Yay. We're trying again soon though. Karma. We're trying again with, uh, with, with our boys, Southbound Beretta and Pulses. Yeah, we're gonna do it with Pulses and Southbound Beretta. It's gonna be a good show. That'd be awesome. Um, it's like 100% official, but yeah, that's what we're trying. I love those Southbound Beretta boys. Yeah. I talk, I talk so to, cool. I talk to Casey almost daily. Yeah, when I was doing the, uh, you were you were there in the, in the live stream. Um, so, I was there in the live stream. Yeah, I mean, they were, Casey was talking about you, bragging about you all the time, the entire episode. <laughs> I, love, I love him and Mike. Mike and I send each other pictures of our cats back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I talk to Mike all the time. Uh, yeah, Southbound's great, um, and I'm hoping to uh, book you on a Black Rose show uh, next year with with Southbound yeah. as well. Yeah, absolutely. We're trying to we're trying to figure all that out for next year. This year is kind of off the table, but 2022, we're trying to get as much as we can. Yeah. Yep. And you will definitely be at one of my shows, if not more absolutely. than one. You should come to the Charlotte show with Southbound and Pulses. That'd when, be sick. When's that gonna happen? Sometimes we're looking at January 8th. That's not set in stone, um, but we're like tentatively looking at January 8th. Gotcha. Yeah, the boys and pulses are badass too. They are so, so chill. And you can hear it in their music, which I think is like the coolest part about them is whenever they ad lib in between, you can tell they're fun guys to be around. Yeah, they really are. Um, and they literally live right down the street from me. So. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, like two towns over, but still same difference. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're cool fucking guys. Um, yeah. Next year, as far as a lot of these bands that I've been talking to, is going to be a big year for a lot of them. Um, and I think it, you guys included. Um, we're applying for more festivals, hoping that the Blue Ridge ticket will kind of we're hoping that Blue Ridge was a good enough of a foot in the door for mm -hmm. other festivals to pick us up. Absolutely. Um, I don't see a, a reason why not. Yeah. Ooh, having three Blue Ridge artists at one little venue is going to be insane. <laughs> well, I'm doing that December 8th. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got, um, it's a awesome Ray Ray, Waters Deep, and then Artusia. Ooh. And then Gosh. headlined by uh, the band Neverwake. Yeah, Alex is repping the, uh, Dying uh, I'm, I'm wearing right my uh, Dying Oath wristband because I, I saw Dying Oath actually at a local show before um, Blue Ridge and I didn't even know they were playing Blue Ridge until I was like literally seeing them playing. I was like, ah, it's them. So I, I talked to them later at their merch stand and they gave me a free wristband and I was like, yeah, they're yeah. really cool guys. They are, they're one of my, I mean, no offense to you guys, but they are one of my favorite, favorite bands out there right now um you guys are up there as well don't get me wrong but um the that whole crew dying of um i wanted them at this december 8th show but unfortunately just timing didn't work out as well um just like i wanted you guys at the december 8th show but unfortunately timing just didn't work out but um ma many more things will happen over the next few years and 
Um, I definitely see big things for you guys. Um, you guys are still young and fresh, and you guys haven't even hit your peak yet. And if this album isn't even your peak, I cannot wait to see what your peak is. We've already got some stuff under that we're working on right now. We've got a really sick collab that we're hoping that we can talk about soon. It's not really a secret, but I think it'd be a fun surprise for our followers. A lot. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, we've got lots of we've got like a whole like vault of stuff that we're yeah. just ready to put out right now that I think is all just infinitely better than what we've already put out. It's like it's also it, the yeah. vault is in my brain because my computer that had all my files and demos and all that crapped out and the Apple Store went straight to wiping it clean. So now all those songs are stored in my brain and I'm trying to re-record them all from memory right now. I probably <laughs> lost a hundred demos with that computer. That's why you never buy Apple. Yep, yep, and you cannot repair it yourself, no matter how much you try, because Apple. I don't know if I can say that. <laughs> I am a Windows slash Android guy till the day I die. Fuck Apple. They will never be a sponsor of mine unless they pay me a shit ton of money. So talk shit about them all you want. I don't care. <laughs> Luckily, all the important ones we have kind of like in our like backlogs. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, most of them were demos for side projects. So, rip to a lot of songs that will never see the light of day. <laughs> Get yourself an external hard drive and save them all there, and then for you have never this problem again. You know how many times I told him to back those songs up? Oh, no, I have a hard drive. I just didn't have the time to organize the files onto the hard drive. I have like three of the demos on the hard drive. And nothing else. It's just like you click it and you drag it. And just drag. Like, you don't have to organize it. Just drag it. Just, just. <laughs> See, but I can't. That drives me crazy. So if you look at my hard drive, it's super organized. And like the files and the folders and everything are all very nice. It drives me crazy to have the files just like in there. Can I ask you a question? And where it got what, you. What's your question? D does it really matter if it's all organized if it doesn't fucking work? <laughs> In the end, it just didn't matter. Really. <laughs> it didn't matter. It didn't matter. <laughs> the good news is, I was smart with at least the recordings. So all of the all of the stems from Towers, self-titled, and even as far back as Page Couch, I have all of those stems still. Those are on the thing. So if we ever want to do remixes, I have all of the stems still. So that reminds me of a story that I heard. It's been about six years now. Um, when um, Metallica released Hardwired to Self-Destruct. Um, Kirk Hammett had a bunch of fucking riffs and licks on his fucking phone. And when he brought it to the recording, he was like, um, guys, I lost my phone. And James is like, well, fuck it. I guess you don't get any, you don't get any input on the album. <laughs> it's like, yeah, there's lead lines, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's what happens. So I guess JT, you don't, you don't get any input, even though you're the founder. I wrote the lyrics. Yeah, Alex wrote the lyrics to Untruth. Yeah, Towers was a lot of them, yeah. Yeah, moving I forward, it is a them. lot more collaborative with the stuff that we've been writing. It is a lot more collaborative and we are working, well, I say we, but some of us are working on a song that will be the first Forever We Roam song that I have no hand in writing. Oh yeah, true. Because yeah. <laughs> it's just me and Michaela right now, as, as far as we know. We're not as far like, as we know, but yeah. Beige Couch, 
was I wrote all the instrumentals and our singer at the time wrote the some of the lyrics and the melodies. Um, World Gone Silent was all me, but the other four songs, she had written the lyrics and the melodies. Self-titled was very odd because that's when she and Michaela were kind of, or Sailor, sorry. Whatever um, you want to call me at this point. <laughs> we're kind of trading places. I love how you're only and Yeah, I know, I should have been doing it all along, But we had the album like ready to go. We actually had our first recording session and then she quit the band and out of respect to her we wanted to like go through and change all the stuff that she had written um so we weren't like releasing and recording music that she had written without her permission so the lyrics some of them were original for when she was in the band some of them had to be changed but self-titled because of that was entirely written by me all of the lyrics melodies instrumentals all of that was me towers everything except the lyrics for untruth which was alex and then a villain song realization which i wrote with an old friend of mine um after that though this new stuff is gonna be a lot more collaborative and i'm very excited for the world to see it because it's much heavier it's much more complex um it's just like it's the best form of forever rome so far so far I'm yeah. not going to say the best form of probably wrong because it's not yet. We will not yet. Because we will keep striving for it. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I said to you, this is, eh, I said this to you guys last time too, and I'll say it again. Um, you know, this is just an old man imparting some wisdom on some, you know, young folk. But the the chemistry that you guys have, the collaborations that you guys are doing going forward, is so fucking important. You guys don't want to be searching for a new band in three years or four years or five years um, and having to start over again in your mid-20s. Um, you, you guys, um, what you have now is fucking special. Find a way to make the family last. Do whatever it fucking takes. You know, um, fucking get a therapist if you have to. You know, go to family <laughs> therapy. Whatever it takes, but the thing about it is, this is great. <laughs> if if this is what you guys want, if this is the forever you we roam that you guys want it to be, find a way to make it happen, no matter what. It's called forever we roam for a reason. We're not sometimes we roam, roam or temporarily we roam. Oh my God. Name, people, come on. <laughs> but that is very good advice, of course. Yeah. JT, you're not. I, yeah, I, I'm. I, I think I'm a lot funnier than I yeah, am. But you know what? That that is a good. That is a. I mean, that is a good way to look at it. <laughs> I mean, it, it's not. I mean, I know you were trying to be funny, but in all reality, it's not a bad way to look at it. <laughs> I mean, keep it going forever. Do what you got to do, because you guys have something special, and um, and that's no bullshit. Or as you young folk would say, that's no cap. <laughs> As you young folk would say. As you young You know, y'all make me feel old every time, so I might as well just play the, the, the old guy, even though I... How do you do, fellow kids? So, so what we, we are going to be around forever, but what we're actually going to do is release a couple of metalcore albums, then drop off the face of the earth for 10 years, then come back and make boring, um, like, super, super bland music for the next, like, 40 years. That's the plan. That's um, the plan. Because that's like the typical band thing, right? 
Lord. Imagine like one of us wants to quit and we're like, oh crap, wait, we're called forever we roam. Now I can't leave. <laughs> yeah, that's what stopped me from quitting uh, yesterday, actually. Um, oh, and the day before that. Uh, actually, might have been the day before that, too. <laughs> yeah, I think every day, mostly. Lynn quits all the time. Lynn quits all the time. We just drag her back. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, they I, need I, me. I just gaslight her. I'm like, <laughs> okay. no, you're not. No, you're not. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> Um, but no, in all seriousness, you guys, like I said, you guys do have something special. Um, the album is great. Um, and you know, just the way you guys are talking now and the, uh, the attitudes that you guys have just seems so, you know, so awesome that I cannot wait to hear what happens next. Um, and I, I have a good feeling that next year is going to be a big year for you guys. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, we're gonna make it a big year. It's mm -hmm. it's gonna be a very very good. We I we have a lot going on that I'm very excited to share, and I think that our fans will be very excited about. Yeah, we're are. all really excited. Yeah, I, I, I hope mean, they are. Yeah, I would hope. No, <laughs> even just from playing Blue Ridge to now, a lot has changed. True, and we haven't even like not even necessarily because of. I think I don't think much changed because we played Blue Ridge, but in a way of like just a lot of things that kind of trickled afterwards. We yeah, had like a, we had a completely different like kind of look on things and attitude about certain things, mm -hmm. and it definitely yeah. showed a lot. I mean, how we're not that far away from ten thousand followers on TikTok right now. We're about to hit one thousand followers on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Like that's a big milestone for us for sure. Like. Yeah, it felt like forever before we were gonna hit a thousand on Instagram, which is like I'm sure at some point I'm gonna listen back at this and be like, aw. Aw, <laughs> 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 oh, they're excited about a thousand. Thank you. Blue well, Ridge was a hot experience because like it felt after that like everything changed and nothing changed. Like on the one hand, that day I saw people singing songs that I wrote that I had never met before. And then on the other hand, the day after that, I'm back in my calculus class at 7.15 in the morning, failing calculus. And like nobody there knows that I'm a musician. Like nothing. Knows I'm a musician. Yeah, no, because I felt the exact same way. I, on Thursday, I'm just having like, my... Thursday was such a surreal day. I'm on a stage. I am at my first festival playing at said festival. And then I went to see Spirit Box Live. Spirit Box. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to actually. I really hope Spirit Box never listens to this. Please. I, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I was, I mean, I was playing Blue Ridge and then the next day I'm like sitting in my class. I lost my voice. I walk up to my history teacher. Hey, I lost my voice. I can't do my presentation today. <laughs> it just felt, I don't know. It just felt. So my life just felt so boring for a week because I don't know. I, I just got back from Blue Ridge. So everything after that felt so boring and yeah. just. I had like a day to just like revel in the excitement. And then I was struggling the rest of the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> no, different yeah. reasons though. Completely different reasons. Yeah. I was I, struggling with calculus. You were struggling with a my eyesight. eye. Yeah. I scratched my cornea on that Friday. Um, How'd you do that? The dust. Oh yeah. Um, and so I got to enjoy all of Thursday, and I got to enjoy all of Friday, and then we, me and my friends, get back to our cabin, and my boyfriend and I are getting ready for bed, and I took my contacts out, 
felt the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. But like I've taken my contacts out and it's hurt before and I just like rinsed my eye out and it felt better. The next morning I woke up blind as a bat. <laughs> so I was in and out of the medic tent. If there's anything, there's gotta not be nothing more metal than me showing up with a scratched cornea the next day. <laughs> I was walking around with an eye patch for the first part of the day. Oh like I still went and I still went to see Bad Flower, but I was so light sensitive that I had to close my eyes the whole time. <laughs> we should make pirate metal. Pirate metal. We should make a pirate metal album. Please stop. We're gonna scratch your cornea again. I still don't think my eye is completely better. I went to the doctor like a few days later and he was like, it's not that bad, you're okay. And my eye is like bright red. <laughs> I made it home. I don't know how, I made it home. There you go, that's all that matters. I carpooled with my friends and they drove most of the way back. But I had to drop them off at their house, and then I Oof. drove from Charlotte back home. I don't know how I made it back. <laughs> <laughs> well, all you, all that matters is that you did, you know. Right. Yeah. I suffered through the pain and then went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, let me just tell you again: you have again something very, very special on your hands, and um, I cannot wait to see what you guys do next. Um, Anything and everything that I could possibly do. Um, if you guys need any PR work or anything like that, I will be more than happy to help you guys out with anything. Um, for some reason, I'm taking a special liking to you guys, and I want to just, you know, scoop you guys up and just help you in every which way I possibly can. Um, you know, I'm here for whatever you guys need. You just All you got to do is reach out, and I'm here. Yeah, like absolutely. So far. Mm -hmm. You have been absolutely amazing. You were one of the very first people to kind of welcome us into the Blue Ridge world with open arms. And mm -hmm. we, you were, you were really the first person to reach out to us other than like the people running the festival. That's so true. And yeah. like the only people we that was huge. Like, like the only people we knew going into the festival was Pulses and stuff on Beretta. Yeah. And even then, like you you had talked to pulses before the blue ridge stuff but like i well, didn't me and pulses were friends on tiktok before i knew they were gonna be at blue ridge yeah. but like other than that like we didn't know anybody going into it it was we were completely just blind and it was crazy to see all the uh, people who reached out and all the support that we got like yeah. throughout the ride well, all that to say you are the best thank <laughs> you so much for everything like it it really really means the world to us and we cannot I, like I, I can't express how we much. talk about you all the time <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. your name is is commonplace in the group chat we're your biggest <laughs> well we i appreciate that 100 percent. i really do but again anything that i or you know black rose is all me so anything that i can do um i'm there for you guys yeah we appreciate that not a problem <laughs> well you guys have a great rest of your night um we'll talk again definitely soon hit me up on insta or hit me up on facebook and we will um we will chat anytime and any anytime all right <laughs> well again thank you guys so much for coming back on and um we'll definitely chat again soon Let's yeah, make it absolutely. happen. It's good talking with you. Mm -hmm. You too now, guys. See you later. Yeah, bye-bye. All right, bye. All right, and that was Forever We Roam out of North Carolina. Great fucking bunch of guys and gals. 
Fucking check them out everywhere where you can find their music. Their their new album, Towers, is out now everywhere you can fucking find their music. We're going to go ahead and close out this episode with one of my favorite songs by them, the song Warmonger. We're going to go ahead and play that for you now. But guys, again, thank you so much for fucking being here. I love every single one of y'all. We will be back again tomorrow with another fucking great band. But until then, stay happy, stay healthy, stay fucking heavy. Here is Warmonger by the band Forever We Roam. Bye, bye, bye.